0: that's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
2: Hello Cheeseheads, welcome to another episode of the Cheese Room Podcast, this is Franco your host of the show and today I'm stepping in for Bren, um, it's the Champions League review the game against sporting but Bren is out there with his BFF, Sandro himself, if you look at our social media you'll probably see loads of stuff and the game's just finished so there'll probably be even more as Bren gets more and more drunk if he can convince Sandro to come out in the lash with him, get some great content. Sadly, the result was not in our favour and another performance where we've got plenty of questions to ask. So joining me to do so, all the way
1: from South London, is Mr Paul Muir. How are you doing, Paul? Hi, oh, mate. Yeah, uh, not the result we expected, not the performance we expected, um, but I'm sure we'll uh, we'll break it down now. And if you were to listen to the three of us before we are recording, we've all got quite a lot to say about it. So this should be a good one. Stay tuned, cheeseheads, this should be a good one
2: and also joining from up north a man who's never afraid to voice his opinions Mr Seb Short aiding hey Ding Seb
3: yeah I'm looking forward to this because up until about two hours ago Franco I think it was uh, it was just going to be me and you um, <laughs> which would have been amazing let's not get that you know let's not dismiss that but um, <laughs> the fact that we've got someone on the pod in Mr Muir who seems to agree with both of, uh, disagree with both of us uh, should make for an entertaining pod
2: indeed Right, let's crack into it as we always do with the lineup. Paul, very few changes again. What's going on? Did you, did you agree with the selection tonight, or did you think there could be some players that um, maybe didn't deserve their spot?
1: No, I thought he would have kept long Longley. To be honest, I thought you know we could have done with his. Uh, he looks very very composed on the ball. What we saw uh, the last game at home. Um, I was yeah, and obviously as well. Um, I'm I'm in favour, and I think this is the first point we're all going to disagree on. I'm in favour of keeping signing and just playing him into form. I think I think it's quite he's obviously showing, you know, better signs. I think he's better his back to goal, and he has been for a while. But it's 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 a confidence thing, and he's not going to get that confidence not sitting, uh, not starting to sit on the bench. We know he's a great player. He's going through a tough page at the moment, and Conte clearly trusts him. So, I've, I'm, I mean, I think I've said on previous pods and any social media you read of mine, I'm, I'm, I'm in favour of what Conte's trying to do at the moment. He's trying to play Son into some kind of form. Um, apart from that, yeah, just long lay, long lay for Davies is what, which, which is what I would have done really, and obviously, mm. uh, yeah, that's it.
2: Yeah, I think it was after the Fulham match, wasn't it, where we saw a few green shoots that you kind yep. of thought, well, maybe I can see what he's trying to do. But to be fair, I didn't get to talk about the Marseille game. And that was 75 minutes of awful football. And I thought some was, was just as poor in that game. So I'm a little bit surprised. Obviously, we didn't have Man City the weekends due to the sad passing of the Queen, game suspended, etc. So I, I assumed that some were playing that game. And then I thought potentially today was an opportunity to drop him regardless, because I don't know how many games does a player get to, to 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 be as off the ball as he is it's it's everything isn't it touch finish <laughs> like nothing is really going right for son at the moment um so I was a little bit surprised at that lineup and I agree like long coming in and not really getting another opportunity was a bit of a surprise maybe today Seb what do you think um there's a few players that I think as well that we, that are sort of on the bench waiting for an opportunity isn't there
3: uh, yeah, completely. I, I was very surprised about Longley. I thought experiencing European football um, would would be important over Davis. And look, Davis has done nothing wrong. But when Longley's come in, I think he's looked very assured. And also, he he sets attacks off, um, which, as we get into it, I think we'll discuss is something that that none of our centre backs did at all today. Um, so mm. that, that was uh that was a little bit surprising for me. Um, there's definitely. Uh, situation with Son and uh, look we all love Sonny Uh, we said it on oh I've certainly said it on pods in the past uh, especially with the Kane situation going back to the start of last season he you know he's the darling of White Hart Lane however he's so woefully out of form and it's not getting better it's getting worse Um, Mm. so you know I'm, I'm sure he's fine in training and everything else but we've got Richarlison who's fantastic and Kulusevsky who does has not ever put in a performance for me Worse than seven out of ten ever since he's mm. come since, since he's joined the club.
1: So apart from yeah. Brighton last season when Kukurela had him in his back pocket,
3: I'll, I'll let you have that one, Paul. But look, let's be honest. He's consistently very good. Um, and if I was him, I'd be a little bit annoyed. Um, and you know, he came on. We'll get into this. He came on, and I, I thought I thought he was he was very bright. Um, uh, yeah, look. That this goes into a wider topic, doesn't it, of, of of the substitutes and the impact that they can have, which I know we'll come on to later. Um, but you've got a squad of players. Why aren't you using them?
2: Yeah, no, agreed. And I think going to the cooler point, he came on last week against Marseille and I thought he was a bright spark. His impetus that he brought into the team, I thought, you know, sparked the goals that came in the end. Okay, that he wasn't directly involved. Um, but I really think that him coming on... Um, provided that sort of increase in tempo. And again, like you say, today he came on and, and the same thing happened. So it's a little bit surprising for me. I don't know what he's done to be the one that's not in favour because if you look at the last six months, he, he's really been a good player. So a bit surprised there. Right. Anyway, let's talk about the game. Things that have been said this season about Spurs is that, that, that we start games off really sluggishly. And today, I don't think you can really say that, can you, ball? No. Um, we played a high line. Which sporting seemed quite happy to sit back a bit, but I do think it was us that was imposing ourselves. We were closing down quite a bit at the start. Um, so that was that was quite promising to see, wasn't it?
1: To uh, squeeze it up as a team, not only just a front three and leaving a massive uh, like 10-15 meter space in to knock it in and get out of that press that yeah. we seem to press as uh, 10 outfield players. Hoyberg and yeah. Cor really pushing up on on their central midfield as well. Uh uh Richardson who I thought was excellent yeah you know, the back tattoos getting closer um I thought he was I thought he was really really good today he's like he he, he led the press as well sonny uh as well uh, basically everybody yeah pressed up against their player and in fact I made it very very difficult you know, first 10 15 20 minutes uh for Sporting to get out I mean that they 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 got around that press a few times um but that first 15 20 that that that's that was that was the kind of the kind of start that I'd hoping we'd, we'd be doing more often, not only in Champions League, but also in the Prem. But yeah, we haven't seen it yet. But that, that that was a very good first opening 20 minutes tonight.
2: Yeah, so I thought the tactics were fine to start with. I, I mean, the the problem throughout the game was just players themselves <laughs> I just felt like whenever there was a final ball we've said this many times before it just was lacking um, but some of the you know the passing was off and it was last week against Marseille as well I've never seen so many miss hit passes just real basic stuff and today it just felt like it wasn't going to quite work out for us Kane was, was was pretty much off form as well when you think about some of the balls he's delivered in his first career today some of them were woeful um, so you know Sporting kind of got into it from 20 minutes on had a bit more possession. We didn't really allow them anything, but it was a bit of a nothing game in the first half, wasn't it? Seb?
3: Yeah, it, yeah, wasn't a lot to 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 talk about. To be honest, I felt that um, we were trying to um, go, play that final ball too quickly. Um, mm. I thought there was there was yeah. quite a few occasions where we could have played an extra ball out wide, and sometimes we complain about. Um, it being the other way around and you know, almost overplaying. But today, I felt like they were trying to hit, particularly Richarlison, um and try and play Son in, and it was just coming, coming too quick from the from the or from even from the back. I was going to say from the midfield, but um, I felt there was some real sluggish performances. Um, didn't think Perisic was on his game first half, as you mentioned. Kane, um, Son, I thought was was terrible. Um, I thought the only bright spark was um Rasharlison um and I felt the midfield too put themselves about as as we've come to expect. Um but we've covered this before and we'll cover it again now. We're we are easy in some respects to play against because we play with a midfield two and not many mm. teams do now and it, and if they do they 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 are able to maneuver an extra man in midfield. And today that man was uh, for sporting was Marcus Edwards, who was mm. fantastic. And he dropped from a kind of I mean it was they kept saying on BT Sport false nine. I didn't feel it was a false nine. It was almost like a false ten. He'd run forward um and then drop right back off and play in between Benton Kerr and Hoybier and receive the ball mm. on the half turn and go. Um, it's not I don't want to sound patronizing but it's not that difficult it's not difficult to to watch it's not difficult to understand as a as a pundit or a podcaster or or whatever so if it's not difficult for us to understand it's not difficult for an opposing manager to understand and to have a tactic to 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 counteract what Tottenham do and we've mm. said it and this is <laughs> this is the debate that we were having before <laughs> before we came on the pod we've said this time and time again this is nothing new and eventually you're going to get caught
2: <laughs> I, I, I do agree. This is probably where Paul differs, um, and I think one thing I'd say is that we've been quite defensively strong this year. If you look at it, I think that's, that's it's been that's very-
1: tactics. That that's I, I, this this. I've got. Sorry, jump in. We play a medium to low block, and we are fucking good at it. We are good at it. All right, yeah. And we break, and we transition. And when the transitions don't come off, we look poor. But defensively, in shape, we are decent.
2: Yeah, and I think today we weren't like I said, that first half we weren't troubled. They were putting balls in the box, like Dyer, Romero
1: were were defending relatively well.
3: Until the last minute of that first half.
1: That's just a world class bit of skill. I don't you, you could have like you could be like prime kind of like Juve or Milan in the nineties or even like Real or Barcelona, you know, and in, in defence in the early 90s. You know, if if, if you've got someone who can dribble like Marquez with the debt yeah, that that's going to happen. I think it's going to use these little outline bits of skill as some kind of like an objective thing to beat our defence with. That's that's mad. That's mad.
3: Did you not think that though that that showed up that showed up the issues? We had Hoybier diving in from a from a um a position where he was caught too far forward. I think then Romero dives in dives in as well. We we are at sixes
1: and sevens if you hit us at the right time and with the right break. This is one bit of skill from a really really quite talented player. That 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 I don't see, I don't remember many tricky young or smaller like forwards or wingers doing that against us this season.
2: No, and in fairness, it's not like he did it all game. Yeah, yeah
1: I think it's I, th- I think you've got to be really careful. We, I mean, it's great play, and I was off. I thought it was great. You know, I thought yeah, that's really really quality. I can see what Pacino's talking about and stuff, but I don't think that's something you could do to beat our defense with. I just don't.
3: So, you don't also agree with the BT Sport analysis at half time? I'm wondering whether Marcus Edwards uh, deserves an England call up?
2: No, I don't either. No, <laughs> BT Sport BT Sport, needs to chill the fuck out. Um, from our point of view, the chances we had, Rashad just kept being offside, didn't he, Paul? Yeah. Like three times. It, it, It was a bit of a frustration because the way that they were defending, it it did seem like there was going to be opportunities for our front three. It was just if we played the right ball. The thing is, we've seen it in many other games where we're just completely on it and the right ball gets played every time. I think today we played... One decent ball into Kane, which he ended up having to hit across the goal. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was it was never really good chance, but it was the, the the first one where we really got a chance to lay a player in. The rest of it, we're just trying to hit hopeful balls. It
1: felt like over the tops to Richarlison, and he just kept being offside. Yeah, Di tried to hit him early, didn't he? With like a long back to front, uh, quite early on, he was offside there as well. Um, mm-hmm. And then, had yeah, I mean. He's, he can see the, the defender's number. There's no reason why he should be offside, as you say. He's behind the defender, so he knows when to time he's run. Just a bit. I mean, he did a lot right. today, so don't get me wrong. I mean, and, and and I'm still you know on his side and stuff. But yeah, that that was frustrating. He just kept running. It just like it was marginal as well. You know, it was marginal, and when you're talking at most a second, but still it's yeah it's elite football you 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 should be able to time the runs especially if you can see the ball and and defensive line it it was very frustrating
2: but apart from that I can't think of any decent really decent chances that we had in that first half uh Seb
3: there wasn't a lot um it was yeah I was trying to recall it at at half time the chances that we had and I, I couldn't couldn't really think of uh Think of many. Certainly, their goalkeeper didn't have uh, didn't have anything to do. Um, but then no. I felt that we came out second half and we started very brightly.
2: Yeah, that's that's a fair point as well because we did come out and and we had those chances. Emerson <laughs> Royal, maybe not the man you want to see there, Paul.
1: No, he he he's arrived on the back post and he like really nicely from I think it was a cane cross and or, or somebody somebody dinged over from the other side and he kind of like he he rose quite well and he got header and then about two or three minutes later. Or oh, not even that. He got put through, and he was like, he kind of slipped, falling back, and he volleyed it into the ground, or and he in the keep him scrambled it or saved it. But yeah, you're right. You, you're hoping that would be somebody else at that point. I, I, I'm not going to get on Royal's back. I mean, he had a woeful 10-15 minutes, as we talked about in our little our little WhatsApp group uh, during the game. But um, yeah, those two opportunities. If, if they'd fallen to someone else, then we might be in a different frame of mind, a different mood. But yeah, I mean, at least he got in those positions. So that's a positive.
2: Yeah, there is that. And you know, Richarlison did have a few chances in the game. None of them were that great. I think Royal had the chances, Kane and then Benton Coors were long range. I think Perisic, and that's it from from the team. Like Sonny didn't have a shot today. Well, no, he didn't have a shot, not even a block shot.
3: There was one from Perisic that he played over uh, across the, across the box and, uh, and Kane was unlucky not to get something on it. It just kind of stopped his run. Um, no. uh, and uh, he, he could have done better, but yeah, I can't re- remember a, a serious chance for Kane or Son, and that's a worry.
2: And again, not the first time we said that this season. We are struggling in certain games to create good chances. Um, our football on the break is sometimes brilliant, but other than that, I do think it's it's a struggle. And last week, two good crosses against Marseille, and, and we scored the goals. But you know that that was lacking today. I felt.
1: Royale put, that, Royale put that first one in Denny from the right in the first half that came straight. I, I, I just don't think anybody can trust him that he's going to do that time and time again. So if I'm, I'm a forward player I'm um, and I see Royale going to the byline, I'm not going to make that run because I just don't think nine times out of ten it's going to get there.
2: Well, this is it because there was another time, wasn't there, where he literally stopped, had all the time oh. in the world. Nobody came oh. towards him. He stopped the play and then just kicked the ball straight to the goalkeeper. <laughs> it's yeah. like, it's yeah. terrible. Not even like he was running at pace, it was a tricky ball, he was under pressure. No pressure, ball dead, can't even kick it anywhere near the player he's trying to get it to. Just really disappointing.
1: On the flip side of that, you've got Perisic going in, he's up her wing back and he's going backwards. And we know what Perisic going to do because I say this time and time again. One of the great things you see at Arty in the moment is they step over from Perisic and then bang, it's in. And it's going to be quality nine times out of ten. So on the flip side of that, I'm going to be thinking it's Ivan. It's he's going to put the ball. I know what he's going to do. He's going to like face the defender up. He's going to square him up. He's going to step over and he's going to put it in. And I feel it's going to come. And I should be on the end of that. So you can't really kind of like dig Emerson out and then not and then say no one's there if you, if, if you, You've got to do the same for uh, Perisic. Like, you know, somebody should have been on the end of that cross. As you say, two crosses last week, two goals, two decent crosses this week, no one there. But these are the margins, aren't they?
2: No, Perisic's crossing was pretty poor today, I think. Um, just looking now, nine crosses, two were accurate. But again, that might be because there was a lack of people in the box. But yeah, I, I didn't think he was brilliant today. Looking with Perisic, you can always see his class. But I didn't think he was uh, that influential today at all. Um,. Mm. Uh, let's talk about game management.
0: <laughs> <Because> <laughs> go on, said
2: Go on, Seb. <laughs> this is the, the, the kind of controversial point between us. And I think my issue is, is that Conte goes in the media, talks about squad depth, blah, 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 blah. We've got all of these players, but he never uses them. He seems really resistant to make subs in a, in a game you know, most of them are really late on. He made one sub today.
3: So did Sessignon not even get on the pitch in the end?
2: No. Fuck you know. Yeah. Well you've taken everything that I
3: want to say, really, Franco. I mean it, it, <laughs> it, you know, Kulisevski had 18 minutes. Right? that in itself is is a shocking managerial decision. Okay? Yeah. You know, there was nothing, as we've covered, much Created from the front front three, Richarlison puts his puts everything into it. You know, hundred percent. You can't take Kane off, but we could all see Son shouldn't have even started, let alone played mm. seventy two minutes. It, you know he is badly, badly out of form. And yeah, you know, look, I really disagree. Going back to the very first point that on on this pod, you don't play a player that badly out of form. We know Son hits troughs and we know he hits peaks, but he's he's. He's really bad at the moment and yes, he'll come good. Yes, he'll score, but you can't keep playing him one player to the detriment of your team, in, in my opinion. And even if you do 50, 55 minutes in, it's not working. Everything's bouncing off him. He's not created anything. He's not running that much. Mm. Kulishevsky needs to, needs to come on and And the point was made by the fact that his 18 minutes created far more and far more energy into the team than Son did in 72. His
2: first five minutes did, Seb.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, exactly. There, there are other issues. And as you say, the fact that Conte is so vocal about, you know, Um, needing a squad, needing to rotate, needing to have um, players who keep other players on their game and all this. These are all things that he has said. Well, it has no effect if you are not going to utilise that squad before the game starts and during the game. Now, we've covered Son... We've covered Longley. There is an argument that Benton Coor is on a yellow card and why doesn't Bissouma see any game time? There is an mm. argument that Royale, as Paul said, had an awful 10, 15 minutes, got booked. Um, was th- Then there was an uh, an occasion where he wasn't able to put a challenge in. You could see him hold- holding back and the, uh, his opposing player, I think it was Nuno Santos, who I thought was very good today, had a um, was able to run forward. You've got two other right-backs on the pitch. You know, on the on the bench, sorry. You know, one of whom you spent 15 million quid on. You, you know, mm. Use them because it, it's, it's starting to take the piss a little bit. Let, let's be honest. You've got Perisic, as you said, didn't think he was his greatest game. You are able to make five substitutions in three separate moves. You know, we've talked about games before as a game of chess. Give the opposition to something to think about. There was on no um, occasion today did the opposition manager have to think about revising his tactics, changing something up? You know, it was all there laid out in front of him. This is what we're going to do. And we think we're better than you. Now we've talked about this uh, on the pod and this is where the, the disagreement came. You know, I have said, um, you know, and I know I missed the the first month of games because I I was away, but since I've been come back on the pod, I've said, you know, it's very good. It's great that we get in the wins but we are getting away with it we are we are easy to play against but actually we have we um we're easy to play against and hard to play against because we're basically saying we'll give you the ball we think we're better than you we think we can defend and actually we only need one two three chances as we said on a previous pod I was on it's Jose ball but with a little bit more naus mm-hmm. and eventually eventually that they weren't better than us today but eventually you're going to get a result like this where you are caught out either at the end or before, you know, they score and you can't. We saw it. We've seen it before. We saw it with Brighton last season.
1: Last time we lost.
3: We just, we just don't create anything. Eventually, you're going to get caught out. And now think about it. Now I've said that out loud. This game was the exact copy of
2: Brighton last season.
1: It wasn't the same with <laughs> Brighton. Well,
2: similar in the sucker punch sense, yeah. no? That's yeah, it. It. It That's it. You,
3: eventually, you are going to get caught. Like... It, it, you know it's, it's ironic that and coincidental maybe that it's the last minute, but it still proves the point that you, we huff and puff, create nothing, and actually you know the majority of teams that whether it's Premier League or Champions League are gonna are gonna have decent players and gonna be able to create something, and you switch off at the end. Look what happens.
2: Hmm. I think your point. Paul, was that we weren't really under that much pressure that well, time and their goal just came from a corner didn't it
1: I think we collectively stepped off the gas at, at 70 minutes I think um I think Hargreaves before I muted him um, on on the telly was talking about oh uh, if you're not gonna if you're not gonna go and like show that you're gonna win it then you certainly don't want to lose it and I just thought a oh, cliche central and but it was like <laughs> it was kind of it was kind of right it was the game was drifting from 70 minutes when we, I mean son came off on 72. And Kulu came on and just carried the ball and instantly because the game had basically both teams had stepped off the gas at that point, looked instantly back. Cool, I mean, Kulu did he created some stuff and he 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 drove it there uh, at their wing backs and we and I think Seb said as well we we, we started to pin them back a wee bit and, and and he created a lot, but I think you've got to put that against the, the the backdrop and the context of like both teams were ready to like take a draw at that point and the goal was that the first goal from the corner. Um, it looked like we've gone zono again yet yeah, royale's in front of the guy but uh the guy who scores but then also the guy makes a little bit of a movement in front of Kane as well and kane's to be pretty good at the front stick But seemingly they were they were practicing kind of, they weren't really warming up uh pre-game they were doing a lot yeah. of uh set piece uh, stuff as well so maybe you know that that that's the, it, it's something they drill and drill and drill again so obviously you know you know that that, that kind of like you know that kind of like attention to those kind of things is is gonna pay off. It was just annoying it's at the ninetieth minute and then I'm not gonna to rant too much about the second goal. But I think now I've calmed down a bit, Seb might have a point about um Emerson being on a yellow and couldn't put his foot in. But at ninety three minutes, take it. You're gonna if you get if you get another yellow, you're literally you're literally in the knockings at a time. I mean you've got it's, that's hindsight talking but also but uh, I think the point is on. is on 80 minutes
2: you had you had Emerson on a yellow you had Bentoncourt on a yellow mm-hmm. they all looked leggy like our team does not finish no. games well we look tired at the end of games and then on 84 minutes Hoibier gets a yellow and I'm sorry you've got options on the bench you've got chances to freshen it up and then Sporting freshen it up and their players go and score their goals and yes it came from a corner but the, you know Lloris kept us in that game You know, that he made the save that led to the corner, and that was a very good opportunity for them to score. Like they were coming at us, and that's what I mean about game management. At that point, if you're not going to try and win it, you've put Kula on, but it's pretty much a like for like replacement. You're not really going for it. So if you're not going to do that, then keep things, you know, keep things contained put on some different midfielders, say, right, drop a bit and just sit, don't leave gaps, don't let them run at you and
1: see the game out. And I just don't feel like he did that today. But we've done that lots of times before. We've done that lots of times before with players on a yellow card. He trusts, he, he tr- I mean, he's kept players on, you know, Benton Corps got a yellow early on. He kept him on today and he, he was never in any, any kind of like shape or form going to get a second. Yellow. I mean, th- these guys know what they're doing. I, I'm, and, and we've seen this before with players in West at the West Ham game as well. At theirs, there were players on yellow cards, and yeah, they lasted the whole game. It's what Conte does. It's too easy an excuse, Frank, to turn around and say that after we're disappointed, we've got two goals done in ninety and ninety third minute. But I think also we've got to be careful that we've been in those position before and we've come out winners, or and we've not lost games. It's it's just unfortunate this happened tonight. And you can say that it's been coming, but and and I can't disagree with. Eventually, it's going to happen, Paul. This is this is it. That's just probabilities.
3: But yeah, but play 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 the cards right. You know, we had the cards tonight, and we didn't play them. That's the, that's what I'm. That's the whole point I'm trying to trying to get across. You have got the players and previously. On the
1: bench. When and previously when we've had we've had we've had a bad runner, and we've been under the cosh. He's he's we, we've ridden it out.
2: You're looking at it in a very optimistic way, Paul, yeah. which is like, well, we normally ride it out, so why would we change anything?
3: Yeah, but like, well, why would we? Why would we? Because eventually, it's just, it's just a matter of what's. Eventually, it's gonna, it's gonna not go your way. You can't keep turning up the cards and then, and then playing for you. We look. I'm looking at the games that we that we played this season, right? And I'm going through right. Southampton, that, that was that was that was decent enough, okay. Chelsea absolutely got away with one, right? Wolves absolutely appalling. For for fifty minutes, okay, absolutely, like absolutely, a terrible got away with one. Forest could have gone either way, absolutely, right? They 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 had a right good go at us. Just I think individual skill meant we got away with it. West Ham again could have gone either way. I can't say that we played well in that game. Fulham is the only game I didn't watch, but from what I've been told, eighty yeah. minutes we played we played very well. Okay, I say, absolutely got away with one. Right, they got a man sent off, and we, as Franco said earlier, appalling for seventy-five minutes. Rashardson dug us out, and then we played tonight, and we weren't very good. So I'm adding it up, and we are we've got away with it. We're unbeaten in the league. It's great.
1: There you go. You know, there you go. Yeah,
3: but eventually, Paul. Eventually, Paul. I don't see how you can't see this. It's mm. it's not going to go your way. We have not we, we've not outplayed a team yet. We're not for 90 minutes. You know, we've not turned up and, you know, this could be four or five. And that's what we need to do because we want to be a top four team and we want to get in the last eight or last four of the Champions League. That's what the pundits are saying. This Spurs team are good enough to get into the last four, right? Not on the evidence that I've seen. Are we good enough to break into the top two in the league? No, not on the evidence that I've seen. Because you need to be consistently dicking teams, you know, putting a fear into them. There's no fear, really, because Conte's system dictates that man for man, we're very, very good and we all know our jobs, but actually we're we're creating Mm. very little from open play. Let's be
1: honest, really Mm. quite quite little. Teams aren't scoring that many against us, though, as well, are they?
2: No, they're not. I mean, that's the way we are playing. But I think the point we're also making is that the players look tired and the ones that aren't playing well they just continue playing and I'm just a bit surprised at Conte because we said at the start of the season we all got excited and gas saying we've got two players for every single position he's got options now but he's not utilizing them and that to me does seem like a failing of the manager do you not agree with that at all Paul? Uh,
1: No 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 you've got a point there you've got a point there. we've got games coming thick and fast we're also going to have like obviously the rearranged city game at some point as well. Um and I, 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 I can't disagree with that. we're not we we are not rotating at the minute. Um
3: it's gonna be really interesting to see what happens from October onwards when we come it, back because it is, then it, it, it really is intense. Yeah. Um yeah. but if you're Matt Doherty, you 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 can't you can't help but be pissed off. If you're Jed Spence, you can't be pissed off. You've got to be pissed off or chomping at the bit, one or the other. bisuma you're annoyed. Kulusevsky, you're certainly pissed off. You know, I don't I don't understand. As look, I'm repeating what what we said, but he has said Conte. He needs a squad of players. He wants options off the bench. Well, fucking use them then. Mm.
2: Yeah, it's bizarre. And the thing is with Hoyby and Bentico, it's not like they play badly, but they they look tired. They always do in the final minutes of games. They look tired. And They'll Bentico for a hell of
1: a lot of work though in the system. I mean, they yeah, do get course, through a lot but of That's work. the point in having that's the point in having subs
2: and having a squad is that you can change them every now and then. And I feel like we've we've played Forest the other week. We've we've played teams that you know aren't elite necessarily. We have played Fulham, and he keeps the same players on. I just don't understand it. I really don't. That, that
3: is a good bench tonight. I'm looking at it now, right? You Doherty is, 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 is you know, the last few times he's played for Spurs, go, you know, a dozen, a dozen games, he, he's done all right. Longley, absolute quality from what we've seen so far. Sessignon, done very well when he's played. Oli Skip, uh, you know, we were talking about him as being a key player. Now we've had, we obviously had Benson Cobble in. He's been injured, so he's had to take a step back. Bisouma, we were all raving about him. Kulisevsky, there are massive options off that bench and I feel it's a it's a complete waste of talent, especially from a manager who has 100% dictated that he needs a squad of players.
2: It's disappointing and I think we're all feeling it because we are literally recording this a few minutes after, but it was, it was a proper sucker punch to concede in the 89th minute like that. But I just feel like, you know, you look at Sporting, they made some subs, it made a bit of a difference. Those players came on, led to goals. And then, yeah, you can say... Well, they hadn't done anything up to that point, but that's that's why you can make subs and why
1: you can make changes
2: to try and influence a game.
1: On that second goal, I was a bit... Um, I think I said early on in the game, Romero doesn't look fit to me. Um and I'm, and then that's that's what tw- I think uh Mitrovic cut inside him, didn't he, for the Fulham goal mm-hmm. and he made a nothing he made a nothing challenge there. And I thought he made a bit of a nothing challenge tonight as well when the guy's obviously gone past Royale who Spence uh, sorry, who Seb has just said was on a yellow. And I think, you know, you're expecting Roy you're expecting uh, Romero to do, you know, to, to take care of that situation. Even I know the guy's fresh on and stuff like that, but even still it's You know, it's in the last knock into the game, and you're expecting Romero to do better. And it just, he he seemed sluggish all evening. He wasn't, he didn't have that zip or anything. But then you could probably say that about most of our players because we seem to be well off it, as as we've discussed. But yeah, on that second goal, I was surprised that Romero didn't kind of like, you know, clean up or or take him out or for whatever reason.
2: Well, it was Royal as well, Royal, to be honest. But again, that
1: could be potentially because he was on yellow and didn't want to
2: trip him at that point or, or foul him. But it was just poor defending from Royal. (sighs) disappointing, but the the, the most frustrating thing is like when it's in the 89th minute, I was getting ready to write our social media posts. The narrative for this was like a a draw away. is not a bad result, especially considering they they smashed Frankfurt 3-0, but, it's yeah to, to concede those two minute two goals at the last minute and I don't agree with the BBC pundits that we deserved to lose that game or that sporting had played much better than us I don't think there was a huge amount between either side that's why it was just frustrating because it's another game where we just looked off it we weren't great there was no I can't even you know when you have moments in a game where you, you get off your seat and you're like Wow, oh, there's an opportunity just don't think that happened today it just didn't it was so boring same as Marseille game and I don't understand that logic in, in Europe either. We've said it. If you, if you start off the games really brightly and you get those results, you smash teams and you can relax towards the end of it. But we didn't have to play the Man City game. We've got extra rest. There's just no excuses. I just don't get it. And if we don't put in decent performance against Leicester at the weekend and we play the same fucking side again, <laughs> like, I'm not going to be happy. So let's segue forward onto that. Seb, what do you think about the weekend? Can you see him making changes?
3: Oh, it's hard to say, isn't it? You know, we—I think all three of us would say would would at least agree on the fact that we would make changes. Yeah. Um but whether yeah, Conte will uh, is is a different matter. I would like to see Longley back in, and that's not anything against Ben Davis. It's just the fact that I feel that key to our game is is getting the ball from our defence forward quickly, mm. and I think Longley does that better than uh, the, the than Ben Davis. Uh, we have no creativity in midfield. And I'm not even knocking that. I'm not even saying that's a bad thing. Hmm. The midfield function well for what they are asked to do. But if you're not going to have a creative midfield, you need creative defenders, of which Longley, I believe, is one and better at it than, than Ben Davis. Our best chance today came from... Eric Dyer's ball to Richarlison, where he was slightly offside. That is the type of uh, of attack that we are trying to set up quickly. Because if the ball breaks down and we try and win it in midfield and then try and create nothing much happens, you know, unless we are able to get it wide. Um, actually, yeah, no, I'm dive, I'm, I'm going off topic a little bit here. Do I think he'll change it? No, not really. I think Son will play again, <laughs> uh, and I disagree with that. I think. Uh, that Longley might come in for Davis and I think he'll go Hoybier and Benton in the middle. And I don't think that should necessarily be the um the midfield pairing. I'd like to see Skip come in, to be honest.
2: Yeah. But that seems a bit bizarre, doesn't it? Buying Basuma in the in the summer. Everyone was going great. He's going to come straight in and he's really getting a sniff, is he? Um would you what would you do at the weekend,
1: Paul? Uh, bring Longley back in, definitely. I thought he was good against Fulham. Um, I think we are gonna concede a lot of possession at the weekend. I think he'll probably keep the front free the yeah, tonight, um, and we've got to be a lot better dropping into the false ten positions of our back to goal for the little round the corners that we seem to be playing a lot of uh, these days. So with the ball coming from the back three into into our forwards dropping deep, then obviously long lay because he does that better than Davis. Uh, I'm not convinced on Basumi yet. I don't. I, I think we saw at West Ham. Um, he's, he's, he's well off but he was playing most of the game
2: on a yellow like we said I thought, I thought he was fine okay. you thought he was
1: fine mm.
3: I thought he got better as the, as the game went on thinking out loud and reacting to Paul's comment
0: you, you cannot start with the same front three it is Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win
3: As we said, Kulisevsky has to play. Mm. Now, whether that's for Son or whether that's for the Richarlas, and obviously my preference would be at the moment to to, to drop Son, but Kulishevsky has to play. Mm. He's done too much coming on in the last two games and he'd done nothing wrong in the, in the games that he started before that for him not to play. It it would be odd. Look, we've got one game left before the, before the break. There's, I don't think there's any reason why Son cannot sit that game out.
2: Not
1: sure about that.
3: But.
2: <laughs> no, I agree. And I, I, I could, it makes no sense to say anything otherwise, if I'm honest.
3: I will caveat that by saying that the last time I asked for Son to be dropped, he went on a massive scoring run that saw us get to the top four. So, uh, let's hope for similar.
2: Yeah, but, Seb, I'm pretty sure you did that on the last review and nothing's, nothing's changed. <laughs> True. <laughs> it's disappointing. I mean, it's an important game against Leicester because they've not been particularly good this year, have they, Paul? And um, yep. this is probably an opportunity for us to, like we said, we're doing well in the league. And if we get
1: another three points, we're sitting pretty. What do you think about the weekend? you positive? Very positive bottom of the league, Leicester. Haven't won the last five or six. Um, I think they've only scored, I uh, got a goal difference of minus eight. Um, yeah, R5 kickoff. Um, yeah, the stadium will be rocking. A lot of uh, cheaters are going. I think we're all going as well, all three of us. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but yeah, we, we, we should have enough.
2: This is my fear, is like you said, because Sandro's going to be there at the weekend, all of us are going to be there, we're going to have some drinks and, and a good time, and then the football's going to ruin it.
1: <laughs> pessimistic arsehole. Been here too many times, Paul, been here too many times. Been here too many times, uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, with, with a good win, yeah, put puts, uh, keeps us in, a, in the hunt um, for the top three. Yeah, lo and behold, the football's not been great, but we found ourselves, know, yeah, third in the league and not lost yet, but... That's that we, we could go around the circles again, but we're not going to do that. But do I think we've got enough for Leicester? Yeah, they've lost a lot of key players. Um, we seem to have the hoodoo over them, don't we? Since uh, obviously, mm. um, when we when, you know, obviously when they won the league, but we seem to like you know, we seem to like beat them most times. Uh, yeah, so I think we'll, we'll do it. We'll do it what 3 1 3 0. They'll score, they'll score. Madison will rock up and put a free kick in the corner or something, but um, yeah, we'll win. We'll win 3 or 4 1. I'm mm. sure.
3: I think they've had injury problems, and they've had a manager who's made it quite clear that he's very pissed off with the summer transfer dealings. And I, I think that that was all, all its way down. Obviously, they've they've lost Vafana. I, obviously, hoping for a, a a decent win. I think, and and a, and I, I would expect. It's not even hoping. I would I would expect a, a decent win. Um, uh, it's it's very it's very tough because uh, look, I, I kind of I don't want to lean right over to to Paul's way of thinking, but we, we will win. We will win the majority of games, I feel, even if we don't play great. And that's what's kind of played out so far this season. Mm. But I would absolutely love to see us play great. And that you know that's kind of what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for it to click. And I don't think it has yet in any game. Mm. I don't think, you know, Southampton, um, first game of the season – you know, his first game of the season is a little bit different, but I even didn't think we played amazingly well then, even though we scored four. I'm waiting for it to click in. I'm waiting for us to steamroll a team, three or four nil, have 20, 25 shots on goal, um, you know, four or five against and and look really comfortable. We, we haven't done that against any opposition so far this season. Mm. It, games have been either a slog or... End to end, you know the Forest game was end to end. Even though we won it somewhat convincingly, they had they we gave them a lot of chances. The Wolves game, the first half was appalling. Mm. So it's, I'm I'm, like I say, I'm waiting for just it to click in to see what's worked on in the week. And you know, uh, I don't know. I think I I still think we're 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 some way off, and we keep or have kept getting somewhat lucky.
2: Until tonight. But, uh, yeah, and, and just to counter that, uh, I think we, we see with the individuals, we know that a lot of them are underperforming at the moment. Today, like I said, Kane's performance was terrible. There's there's missed passes. The sharpness isn't there with a lot of players. Like The interplay isn't isn't, isn't as good as it can be. So there's definitely room for improvement. And I think that's a, that's a positive sign because... We're getting results, we're up there in the table and we're not playing well. And I think it's not just a case of like the system's rubbish and the manager doesn't know what he's doing because he clearly does, but it's also the players aren't playing particularly well themselves.
3: Do you think that um, the upcoming internationals and obviously further on the World Cup are playing on players' minds, that they want to make sure they're fit um, to get into the international squads for the, in the next few weeks to kind of cement their place in a World Cup squad? Do you think that could have anything to do with it?
2: Possibly, but I don't know. You know, if
3: you you want to get into that squad and you want to be able to you want to be able to prove that you are one of the 26 that's uh that's going to go in November. It's not that far away.
2: I don't know. I don't like that idea that that players are, are you know, playing within themselves because of that, but you could be right. Okay, Cheeseheads, let me just quickly mention footballprizes.co.uk. They're prized this week. Spurs prizes are and signed and framed Spurs shirt. Looks really nice. Um, there's also uh, other instant prizes, which are Uh, home, away and sorry, or third shirts. And there's also an Oliver Skip signed Spurs shirt just as an instant prize. Wow, that is interesting. Um, There's 149 tickets available priced at 395. They're currently at £3.16 as early bird prices. And don't forget with the discount code Cheese 10, which I believe is all in letters, no numbers. That's cheese ten, gets you a 10% discount on your ticket price. So get involved. There's plenty of other prizes as always at footballprizes.co.uk. Right. Um, don't forget to listen out for the YouTube guys. They'll be back on Friday with their preview of the weekend's game and probably talking about the European game if they've got over it. Um We'll be there, like I said, the weekend. I'm not sure what we're going to do in terms of a pod. <laughs> it might be delayed. So we'll, do it Sunday. we'll do it Sunday. Yeah, it might be delayed by a day. We'll see what happens, but I'm making no promises, put it that way. So apologies if it's not out. I know why.
3: Franco, are you going are you, are you to actually come for a drink and not like get to the ground like two minutes before? worm your way in and not speak to anyone or are you actually gonna gonna meet us what
2: time are you getting there Seb
3: uh my train gets in at 10 to 3 yeah to Houston, so and then and then I've, I'll probably have to run from Houston, given the the
2: lack of transport options <laughs> at the moment so I'll probably get there about 25 past five no I'm, o- I'm only kidding no I'll be there <laughs> trust me I'll be there before you all right don't you worry <laughs> anyway Paul thanks for joining as always
1: yeah, I hope I didn't I hope you're still listening, she said. So I didn't rant too much. Um, I don't often rant, but uh, yeah, I felt I felt that some of the stuff said was uh, a little bit knee-jerk. So I hope I hope you enjoyed listening to the three of us uh, thrash it out. And Seb, thanks for joining, mate. Be nice to see you at the weekend.
3: Yeah, I I hope I didn't uh, rant too much. It's not often that I rant.
2: but (laughs) Some of the the stuff needed to be confronted. I'm 100% (laughs) knee-jerk. Top stuff. Right, as like I said, looking out for the weekend. It'll probably be out until Sunday, but we'll try and get it out as early as possible. Um, But the YouTube will be out on Friday, so don't forget to watch that. And until then, come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.